Hello, uh, beer, baseball, and vines fan. This is Steve Carpenter, Chief Supply Chain Officer for Yakima Chief Hops. Uh, I've got uh, Joe uh, Catron again pinch hitting for us. Uh, Mike is uh, on the last leg of his international trip. Uh, I think he's in the UK, but he'll join us again next uh, week. But uh, thanks again, Joe, for helping out again and uh, pinch hitting for the big guy. I'm happy to be here, sir. Yeah, thanks that's for having good. Me back. And uh, we're lucky today to have. Uh, John Defabaugh, the head brewer for Evil Genius Brewing in the Philadelphia in the Philadelphia area. Welcome yep. uh, to the podcast, John. We're uh, uh, and thanks again for sending this wonderful beer. We've got. Uh, I decided, in honor of my uh, uh, grandchildren, to start off with uh, Baby Shark. Do do. There you go. Do 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 do, and. Uh, uh, wonderful beer. It's it's just got uh, good clarity. It's it's uh, definitely uh, a mosaic hopped uh, beer. And oh, yeah. uh, tell us a little bit more about that beer. Um, well, that was so that was all the 2018 crop of mosaic uh, dry hops, right around three pounds per barrel. It's essentially a dry hop Kolsch. And uh, yeah, I'm really happy with it. I just think that I just think that the mosaic is really screaming. There's a lot of that like blueberry kind of thing going on, and a mm-hmm. bit of mango. And yeah, yeah, really happy with how that beer came out. Four and a half percent, so you can drink it all day, which is really nice. No, this is a beer you'd like to have uh, on a hot summer day after you got done mowing, or while you're mowing yeah. your lawn, or after sure. you're mowing your lawn. Um, exactly. Uh, yeah. What is it on the Richter scale about? Uh, Four, what is it? Four point four. Four point four percent. Wonderful. Yeah, well, that's a great beer. And you guys, you know, just uh, spending a little bit of time this morning on your website, I, I mean, I, you can't help but uh, read the name of your beers and chuckle. Uh, they are absolutely amazing. Uh, and and uh, from what I taste so far, the uh, the name more than uh, uh, the, the name matches uh, the anticipation of the the taste of the beer. Uh, how do you guys, how do you come up with all these weird and crazy names? Um, that's a long, it's a long story for each of them. I mean, sometimes (laughs) we'll have the beer ready to go and we don't have a name for it. Sometimes we'll have a name stored away for years and then finally have the right beer for it. Uh, we have a group message going amongst all of our employees within the company where everyone is able to submit, submit, uh, names that they want. So it's a very lengthy process. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it's it's wonderful. I just uh, it's one of the things I love about craft brewers in general, just that creativity and Absolutely. Uh, you know, being able to being able to brand your your beer is so important right now. It used to be able it used to be Joe Schmo's brewery and you could make Joe Schmo's IPA and you would sell a lot of it. But there's mm-hmm. so many breweries out there now. Well, we're over 8,000 in the country that, you know, you really have to do something else just to, to make yourself stand out on the shelf, which I think, you know, mm-hmm. our names help with that for sure. Yeah. Well, just to, I mean, give our listeners a little sampling of these uh, beer names. We there, There's a, uh, a light lager you used to make called The Painting Was a Gift, Todd. Yeah, that's and, ours. <laughs> and it's just uh, uh, another one, a hibiscus and honey saison called Jack Could Have Easily Fit on That Raft, Rose. I mean, yeah, so we have a whole, we have a whole series, the spoiler alert series. <laughs> so uh, that that was one in the spoiler alert series. Okay, so. well, it, yeah. yeah, 
I, I may have. We, uh, we won't say what movie it's from in case anyone hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> but oh, they're just—it's—it's it's amazing. It's—it's it's so much fun, and and uh, I've been looking forward forward to this podcast since uh, Alex set it up, just to get to talk to you and uh, learn a little bit about your brewery. Are you? Uh, tell us a little bit about the history of the brewery and when you guys got started. And uh, I know you're the head brewer, but uh, yeah. tell tell us a little background about the brewery. So Evil Genius now has been a has been a brand for almost eight years. It'll be eight years in September. Uh, we've been a contract brand for for the entire history of the brewery. Up until two two years ago, two and a half years ago, we opened our first actual brick and mortar location in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of our brew pub. We call it the Lab. I get to do our my really weird experimental one off beers here, and then we're still also a contract brand as well. So we, we have our, our big distribution stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So kind of two, two different uh, entities, I guess. One is the distribution brand, and then one is kind of the crazy, fun, wacky one-offs that we get to do here at the, here at the brew pub that we have. Yeah. One of the big uh, uh, things that a lot of the craft brewers that we have on the podcast have been doing is finding ways to get their beer into the ballpark. Are you, have you yeah. guys uh, found a way to get some of your beer inside uh, – the uh, ballpark there in Philadelphia. Uh, we're working on it. Okay. Not quite yet, but but we're working on it. There are some 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 of the big you know nineteen ounce cans that they really like at the ballparks are in the work. So hopefully soon. Probably not until next year though. Yeah, that's uh, that's great. We've got uh, uh, you, the one you got to work on is uh, your uh, raspberry shandy. You're you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> that's 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 just a classic name good baseball beer and and if you're if you're a, a philadelphia baseball fan we also have a beer coming out very soon called flying hawaiian okay for, shane uh, victorino shane victorino you there got you it go. so that's our yeah right that's coming out coming out in about a month that's a fruit punch pale ale we made it for the first time last year and and people really seem to like it so we're making it again this year yeah well, and, and the the Phillies are off to a good start. They're uh, up by a game or two over the Atlanta Braves, who who we yeah, talked yeah. about last week on our podcast. Uh, Bryce Harper seems to be heating up a little bit, Joe. Absolutely. Yeah, it seems like he's starting to starting to finally make that push and get yeah. his average up there where it, where it typically would be. I, I think he uh, finally uh, got all the meetings with his financial advisors out of the way, so he right. can tell where. That probably took a while to, to hide, hide all that money. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean he's he's all right. I think he's hitting ten or eleven bombs, uh, you know, forty four, I think, forty five RBIs somewhere in there. So he's still in the top ten in the National League in RBIs. So he's still hitting for power and, and he's still producing, but you'd like to see his average get up there a little higher. Yeah. I think if you're a Phillies fan, wouldn't you say, John? Yeah, absolutely. John, do you get out to the ballpark very often? Uh not as often as I'd like to. I've only been to one game this year so far. So okay. uh Somebody's got to make the beer. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, that's speaking right. Speaking of making the beer, John, you know, you guys obviously have a good time exploring new aroma hops and and doing a lot of uh, uh, fun one-offs, as you said. I was, I was poking around on your yeah. website as well and noticed you use quite a bit of Warrior, uh, which is maybe a, an old bittering hop uh, that came out of the Yakima Chief Ranch's breeding program a long time ago. And yeah. uh, not a whole lot of people mm-hmm. are using it, but we always really, and there's a few of us up here in the Northwest that still really cling to that for a lot of bittering nice. Um, just yeah, we, we use that almost exclusively for our – well, we use Warrior Extract for bittering and then Warrior Pellets for Whirlpool, almost exclusively for all of our IPAs. 
yeah, that's 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 cool. I, I was just hoping that you could maybe uh, speak to that a little bit more and why you guys chose to use that for your bittering. Um, it's just something whenever, whenever we initially started, we had a lot of them contracted out. And I just wound up really liking them. You know, it's something we initially used them because we had a lot of them. And then I tried making our core beers with some some other varietals, and it just wasn't the same. So we wound up sticking with Warrior. You know, I think it's got a really cool kind of grassy, earthy profile that, you know, when you use it, it in my opinion, when you use it in the kettle, it it lends itself a very good base for aromatic hops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh uh, tell us, why did uh, you decide to get into brewing? Or, where did that come from? I started brewing professionally now almost 11 years ago. So it's it's been a while for me. It's a career at this point. And uh, it was just something that I was curious about at the time. I was, ever since I was a young man, I thought I was going to be a musician. And then as I got into my early 20s, I realized that the chances of that happening were pretty pretty slim so i was really into craft beer and homebrewing at the time and uh yeah just one thing led to another i applied to every brewery that i could find in the country and somebody hired me and uh yeah 11 years later here i am i feel a little bit like i'm talking to your clone joe (laughs) you know a musician (laughs) who's done a little bit of brewing and uh the only difference is now you're in the hop industry on my way back home into hops exactly so john what uh what instruments do you play well, I grew up playing guitar. I've had a guitar in my hand since I was four years old. It's very natural for me. But I can, at this point, I can play pretty much anything I can get my hands on, really. Um, One of those guys. Very, very proficient at drums and, and piano. It's a number of, of brass instruments, too. So Very yeah. cool. Yep. Awesome. Joe is uh, primarily a drummer, right? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. More, in, in yeah. A local local band here in the Valley and have listened to the band play on a couple of occasions and you guys nice. uh, can kick up a nice tune. Sure. Just the more or less cerebral instruments work out for me better. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's definitely, I find, a, I find a lot of ex musicians in this industry is something that a lot of us, we, we were young and we thought that that was going to be our career and then got a little older and realized that maybe wasn't the most secure option. And a lot of us wound up working, uh, you know, working in breweries afterwards. I don't know if I if I know a single craft brewer that isn't an artist. So it makes sense yeah. that uh, to make that transition from music to the uh, uh, the art of making beer and, and uh, yeah, absolutely. That's where we try to come in, uh, creating new hop varieties and, and new colors for your palate, so you can uh, uh, let your creative juices flow and, and make these wonderful tasting beers that you do. Yeah. So cool. Uh, uh, and. And Joe, you know, speaking of uh, creating new varieties and new flavors, uh, sure. in your role as uh, operations manager at Yakima Chief Ranches, I know you hired your army of interns uh, a while back, and uh, you're going to be unleashing them into the hop fields uh, to uh, here here in the very near future. Tell us a little bit about the Footprints program and and how that works and and how these interns are so important to that. Sure, absolutely. Uh, you know, so on Yakima Chief Ranch's side, we really pride ourselves on our, our two core competencies. And it's, you know, one is obviously the innovation, that, that R&D and, and producing new new crosses, but also the supply chain, that quality management is uh, where we really hang our hat at the end of the day and what we're really providing for the, the whole Yakima Chief supply chain. So uh, we take quality very seriously. And through the summer, you know, this will be uh, the seventh year of our internship, um, I was actually an inter- intern the first year. Mm. Um, and so we've got a 
long history of, of people, uh, you know, coming through this program and finding spots in our industry. And it's, uh, really something that's one of my favorite thing. One of the favorite aspects of my job is, uh, going out and recruiting these, these young people right out of school that, uh, you know, maybe you've never entertained the idea of working in hops. Um, mm-hmm. There's not really any university programs uh, aimed towards making hop agronomists. Um, and so we find kids uh, from across the country mostly and uh, now now going internationally and help and have them come in and uh, really kind of throw them to the wolves as far as uh, yeah. as far as that goes. And we, we have a lot of acres to manage the quality in. And, and so they come in and help us do a lot of scouting and pest management. And so... Um, you know, if they can prove their prove their worth through the summer, there's a lot of jobs um, sure. on hop farms waiting yep. for some young smart people to uh, well, come in there and help them out. So it's really cool deal, and it you know in the meantime it's serving all of our quality initiatives and helping us produce best quality uh, hops in the world. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the beer industry can be a tough one to break into. Yeah. So any chance that you can provide someone you know that opportunity to break into it. Uh, so it's just super popular right now, so everyone wants to be in the industry. So to be able to provide that opportunity is super yeah. cool. No, it's been fun. Uh, the, what you guys are doing, John, in the craft segment, just creating these new, exciting, creative beers that are resonating with the uh, with your customers and and uh, the younger generation, and even some of us old guys too that uh, really prefer hop forward beers. It's really it's really fun to watch. Um, there wouldn't be. Uh, these jobs available after the internship if it wasn't for the craft segment and the the what you guys are doing john uh in uh, helping to create uh yeah. all of these wonderful beers so we appreciate that same with you guys we wouldn't be able to create any of these without you know the the innovation of of the hop industry so it's definitely an interesting symbiosis that we have going on professionally yep it's 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 good to see and uh um you know we we're following your lead a little bit out here. I, I know I'm yeah. looking on the side of your can, very silly names for very serious beers. Um, That's us. We, we produce <laughs> uh, serious hops for serious brewers out here. And yeah. uh, we've got the Home Brewcon uh, coming up here the end of the month. And okay. we've created an, a new blend that we're going to be uh, introducing at least first to the home brewers. And we thought they okay. might appreciate it. We, we've taken some Oregon nuggets, and then we've also got some uh, some English fuggles, and then the old standby here in the United States, we or in Washington, the Acma Valley clusters, and we've we've made this unique blend with those three varieties, and we're going to name our blend Cluster Fugget. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's the challenge. You know, if you can come oh, up. Man. <laughs> If you can come up with a, a beer with one of your unique That's names to come up with our blend, we I think we might have a winner. <laughs> I think Steve's take, blushing. That's great. Take, taking a taking a page from the Evil Genius book, I see. There you go. We, <laughs> we are. You, you you're very inspiring, and uh, we when we grow That's up, we hilarious. want to be just like you. So. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so, John, real quick, I noticed, uh, just again, looking sure. around on your website, you guys have your trivia night. So what is Jeopardy going on? Is that tonight? Uh, yeah, that's happening right now. And so it seems like it was pretty beer-centric, and he said some other kind of oddball history and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so, so so right now in Philadelphia, we're having it's uh, Philly Beer Week. We do this every year, and it's a really big thing for us. So us and every other brewery in the city, we have events all over the city all week. So this is one of our one of our Philly Beer Week events. 
we try to try to have a lot of like light fun events here uh kind of go with our go with our our brand and yeah people have a lot of fun and stuff like that yeah it's important having those events and, and really building community i think that's what you know it, it is often talked about it's but i huge. think the people yeah. that aren't part of this community or aren't part of the beer world i guess don't really understand the type of community and, and the fabric that's woven at, at places like craft breweries. Um, yeah, absolutely. so it's really cool to see and, and, and see that continue to, uh, build more beer fans, you know, by extension. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah. And we, we have a, we have an awesome fan base here. Uh, our guests are great. A lot of, you know, repeat customers is just really always very nice to see. And, uh, just a lot of people who are really loyal to our brand, which is really awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, um, how, how far are you guys from the ballpark, uh, John? Are you guys fairly close? Uh, or We're five miles, something okay. like that. It's really not too far. So you probably have a little bit of a, a pre-game or post-game crowd that'll it'll show up at the uh, uh, before or after the game's in. Uh, a little bit, yeah. We have we have a couple big screen projectors here. Okay. So anytime, yeah, anytime any Philadelphia team is doing well, we are we are packed with uh crazy philadelphia fans in here so great that's always fun yeah 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 Su- super bowl time uh that, that last year was quite fun for us oh so. i would <laughs> bet yeah i, I would it was nuts. philadelphia probably went crazy for uh a couple months oh. there leading up to oh, it was the... un- it, yeah it, it was unreal uh we had the super bowl parade was what i think it was the tuesday after the super bowl and the entire city just shut down, and every single person in Philadelphia just got completely drunk. It was ridiculous. <laughs> the, whole, the whole city, it was three million people, and everyone was just wasted. <laughs> uh, what a sight that would have been. Sounds like it, it here on a wild. Friday afternoon, any Friday yeah, right? afternoon. It's yeah. better to keep Philly fans jovial. You know, They'll start throwing ice balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like we were all saying, it's like, win or lose, there's going to be a riot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know the Phillies are having a pretty good season, uh, and uh, we're very happy to send Jay Bruce your way. He's been with you yeah. for a couple days. Uh, he uh, um, was kind of struggling in Seattle. He hit a few home runs, but yeah. I think he was batting about, I don't know, 220 or something, yeah. something like that. But trading to the Phillies, and I, I read today where yesterday's game, the day before, he had like the best – game of any Philly batter in the last 19 years some crazy thing like that which is just wow so Seattle Mariner so I mean, Steve did... in, in those three games he's six for 11 with three jacks and seven ribs yeah yeah <laughs> just just twist the knife why don't you right Joe? I mean for crying out loud but but hey you know we've got there's been kind of a, a bromance between the general managers in Seattle and uh, Philadelphia I know you're Starting shortstop Gene Segura uh, had a couple good years with the Mariners, and you've got some pitchers there. Uh, we were able to pick up, uh, hopefully, our shortstop for the future, J.P. Crawford. And uh, 2009, I know we picked up Cliff Lee um, and in and, and trade there, and uh, we let you guys at, at the end of his career. We thought he was done, but Jamie Moyer uh, back in 2006 was actually part of that. Uh, 2008 World Series team uh, winner that uh, Philadelphia had. So there's a lot of commonality between the Mariners and the uh, Phillies. Um, Except for the whole winning. Well, all that winning thing, thing. but that's just, that's, that's overrated anyway. Yeah. 
I think. Yeah, you just you guys can just leave that to us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's pretty easy for us to do, it seems like. <laughs> Um, we're really good at it so <laughs> yeah and and we're and, and humble too so that's nice <laughs> uh but the uh you know the seahawks had a had a pretty good run uh, a while back um but uh i think that's pretty much done for a while now yeah now, anyway. I, I, rem- I remember my grandpa telling me about that so. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow you're my kind of guy oh. uh john uh, but, uh, John, where we're out out here is, uh, and the reason this army of interns is coming into our hop yards is uh, the hops are about uh, maybe knee-high to chest-high. Yeah, they're right in there. Somewhere right in yeah. there. And uh, just kind of making their way up to the uh, top of the trellis. And okay. once they get to the top of the trellis, that's when we like that longest day of the year. So that'll initiate flowering and get the the cones going that uh you folks uh, are interested in uh john and yep. um, uh you know and and then by the time uh, september gets here we're ready to harvest uh have you ever been out to uh, the yakima area uh john i have not no i've always wanted to but just haven't haven't had a chance to yet well we'll have to make that happen would love to uh get you out here and show you around and and have a beer or two and uh yeah. Uh, by yeah. that time, I'm sure you'll come up with another 50 or 60 uh, wild and crazy names to go with your beer. And uh, we have so many of them. I don't. I, I can't make <laughs> enough beer to keep up with these names. That's the amazing thing. It just seems like you guys have have stumbled onto something here that the rest of the craft uh, beer industry is struggling with. Is trying to come up with, uh, you know, creative names that no one else is using. Yeah. No. It, it's it's definitely something that people struggle with and that's kind of our one-two punch is we have we have a creative clever name and that makes people buy beer but then they buy the beer and they drink it and it's delicious yeah. so then they become they become loyal customers and they buy it again and again and yeah. again and they cannot wait to see what our next beer is to see what style is and see what crazy name we have and yeah. it's really you know developed a cool cult following in the industry it's unique to us sure do you, do you have a beer that you consider your flagship uh, brand well, we have three core beers that are always available. I actually didn't even send any of those to you guys. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't thinking. But yeah, so we have our three core beers are Stacy's Mom, uh, Hashtag Adulting, and Purple Monkey Dishwasher. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah, and great. then I'll never forget the first that... time I tried Stacy's Mom. <laughs> yep, she's, uh, as everyone says, she's got it going on. Um, <laughs> That's, but, an all, uh, that's, uh, that's an all citra beer, John. From, from... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all citra IPA. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... we've been making that one now for five years or so. It's uh, that's our highest selling beer. Yep. We have we do have a trust the process here that we haven't cracked open yet, but uh, we're about to. Tell us a little nice. bit about that one. Uh, trust the process. Well, if you're familiar, that's the Phillies or not not the Phillies Sixers seventy Sixers. Yep. Yeah. That's their their thing. So we made that beer for them, and people have really latched onto that phrase for for the Sixers. Uh, that's an oat IPA, so uh, two row and oats, and then dry hopped with uh, Amarillo and Mosaic. Okay, nice. That sounds like yeah. a great combination. Um, we'll crack that one open as soon as we're done with the uh, baby shark. Um, but <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a great one as well. Uh, what else do we have here? This one seems interesting here, John. The uh, 
the house pilsner hoppy house pilsner oh yeah yeah i love that beer man personally i'm a lager drinker uh lagers are my favorite beers that's one i'm super happy with that's a beer we pretty much always have available here at our at our brew pub which is why it's yeah. our house pilsner so that's a pilsner and wheat malt and then if i recall correctly cascade and citra but i could be way off yeah I, but it's uh, uh yeah it's you know it's got a little weird flex but it's okay Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, mean, that beer is, I love that beer, man. Just for like a hot American Pilsner, I think it's, it's something I can drink forever. Yeah. I would love to off uh offline, John, just sit down with you over a couple of beers and just okay, what was the thought process here? How how did this phrase come to be? And I mean, I Well, that uh, that one was from the internet. The internet came up with that. We just stole it. <laughs> <laughs> you borrowed it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, we outright stole it. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, that's uh, that's great. And then what's the other one we've got here? Pivot. Pivot, yes. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a fun one, too. That's actually a hoppy Kolsch. That was fermented with Kolsch yeast. Okay. And that was uh, two row and spelt in the mash. And then that was dry hop with Vic Secret and okay. Citra. Got a little southern hemisphere and northern hemisphere yep. combination there on the hops, yeah. Well, that looks like yeah. an interesting one as well. Uh, it's, exactly, uh, you got it. Yeah. yeah. It's we'll, we'll have to. We're going to be here a while. We're going to be here for a while. I, yep. I, we may have we're to have a designated driver. Too. Yeah. But, there you uh, go. You're going to have to Uber Uber home. <laughs> I don't know if we. I think we got have, like two Uber drivers in Yakima. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Well, that's all we need. Just one for Absolutely. you and one for me. So, uh, and, they, and and that Uber driver just hangs out outside of your office. <laughs> How did you know? Gosh, we you're telling our secrets here. But uh, he put my kids through college. See? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, oh boy! Hey, John, we're uh, yeah. we're gonna have to sign off here. Uh, Great. We're we're up against our uh, our thirty minute podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. You you have an absolutely fun company to work for. You've got a great attitude. Um, whether you're watching baseball or uh, brewing beer, we wish you nothing but good hops. That's well, much appreciated. And, uh, Hopefully I can make a trip out your way and see you guys sometime. Please do. I, 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 we would love to show you around, and, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and order those two Uber uh, drivers in advance. <laughs> Just let us know when you're coming. <laughs> All right, perfect. All right, John, thanks. Thank you, sir. Cool. All right, thanks, guys. You bet. Bye. Take care. Bye.